Hi, I'm Mike White. And I'm Rob St. Mary. And we're the hosts of the Projection Booth Podcast. If you haven't heard of the Projection Booth, that's okay. But we think it's time that you have. We've been doing this for over three years now. And we think we're doing a pretty good show. Every week we look at a different film and put it in context. We try to bring you interviews with the people behind the films. Or experts on a subject matter covered in the film. We don't specialize in any one particular genre or type of film. We try to examine every aspect of cinema. From every corner of the globe. Even at three years, we barely just scratched the surface. But we're ready. We're ready for you to listen to us. That's right. Now's the time to give us a shot. Download us through our free smartphone app. Or through Stitcher, iTunes, Geek Juice Radio, Jackalow. Or our website. Projection-booth.com. We'll keep making great shows. Now it's your turn to listen to Christopher Media. Let's make some noise. From Asmacore Studios near Detroit, Michigan, it's Unregimented. Gangsters, what's up, guys? Hey, it is another episode of Unregimented. I am Chris. I'm Jay. I'm Aaron. He had a, a wonderful night karaoke on Friday night, right? It was, uh, mm-hmm. it was, it was grand. Uh, my friend Jason showed up. He, uh, what the hell song did he do? It was ridiculous. Block of Seagulls. I ran. Right. It, it, was, it, was, it was amazing. That was a given. You it didn't was, have to tell me was, which yeah, right. Block of Seagulls. But it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it right? It was amazingly yeah. silly. They had a deep great. cut on there, great. you know. It was a yeah. B-side to you know, your European huge catalog. only release. Which number one hit could it be? <laughs> Should be their greatest hit song as a single, their greatest <laughs> just, hit CD as a single. Just a single, yeah. <laughs> Did you get the single of Black and Seagull's greatest yeah. hit? What's on the B side? <laughs> the 12 inch uh, remix of I Ran. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun is this to a mix from the soundboard? Is this, we got this from Friday? Huh? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember this uh, intro. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty long. <laughs> Does this all it's play at long, yeah. uh, on kari- at karaoke? Yeah, it does. Do they, yeah, yeah. So they don't have the radio you gotta, at it. You gotta like twinkle around. The, the, the <laughs> just stand there, all awkward. <laughs> no, you just <laughs> gotta get going, man. You can't just stand there. You gotta, you know, you gotta get your shit going. <laughs> I love how you had the white guy nod. <laughs> I, d- I did. Yeah. Out. I was doing that. <laughs> this song's hilarious. We, we did it as a That's joke, it. and it actually turned out really, really, really well. Yeah. It was su- like surprisingly well. It was, it, was it was one of my favorite songs when I was a kid. Yeah, for sure. I mean... I just thought it sucked. <laughs> He's young. I'm good. He's young. You're young. Compared to you guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's totally different meaning for us than those. I'm years. used to being the only person in the room who's was born in the seventies. <laughs> Guy traveled with last week. Guy's 24. There there was a lot of when I was your age tossed around. And I didn't mean it. I hate doing that. It makes me sound older than I am. But I mean. You and I say to people, when I I say, how old are you? And they're like 24. I'm like, fuck you. You don't even know. We kept passing a White Castle every day. You don't even fucking have a clue. And I kept telling them, like, 
you know, it's, it's, it's good White Castle. I'm like, dude, I'm not drunk. You know, usually for me to get White Castle, I got to be drunk, you know. And then I went into yeah. the, when I was your age. You're sharing a hotel was, room with this guy? I was on the seven-day plan at the bar, and, you know, we were getting White Castle with friends puking out of the <laughs> passenger seat, you know. <laughs> and, yes, and I did have yep. to share a room with this. Just the room, separate beds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But White Castle, I mean, that sounds like a dare. Like, Oh, this guy was ch- this guy was eating, like, uh, Mexican food all week, chasing oh. it with White Castle. Dude, if I I ate White Castle, I would evacuate that hotel. <laughs> that's that's how bad my gas is. We're tossing Starbucks on top of it every morning. Oh, Jesus. Well, I get those red eyes, too. I get a shot of espresso. A red eye. Yeah. yeah. Oh, to, to coffee with a shot of espresso. Yep. When I'm, espresso. Driving, mm-hmm. when I'm driving, I get that oh, shit. Oh, it's delicious. Like, can I have a refill? I yep. splashed half of mine out because my hand's <laughs> shaking so bad. The worst part about drinking that, though, is the anal leakage. (laughs) (laughs) I'd say that's probably the worst part of anything that involves anal leakage. Yeah, if you drink too much anal leakage. Anal leakage is a side effect of anything. That's the worst part of it. Yeah, right. You know, if you drink any great amount of Starbucks, you you better know. (laughs) You know you're in real trouble when you start with, (laughs) the best part is the anal leakage. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of goes downhill from there. I don't know. <laughs> wow. Wow. Shazam. Boom. So episodes 83 and 84. Wow. How does that make you guys feel? Uh, Rousing round of indifference. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> How am I supposed to feel? Are there a range of emotions I can choose from? Uh, usually. Get an emotional dartboard and just say, how, how do you feel about that? Uh, I guess I'm angry. And there was much rejoicing. Terrence's <laughs> <laughs> reaction. Didn't they have to eat to Robin Squire? <laughs> Wasn't that one of the reasons they for the rejoicing? They had to eat, yes. <laughs> and then winter came. <laughs> they had to eat to Robin's minstrels. <laughs> yeah. And there was much rejoicing. <laughs> You know, sadly, classic. While we're doing, when I was your age, yeah, that's I, that, that's something I think that the uh, the the kids about a decade younger than us and younger than that are missing out on is the the Monty Python. Not I don't as mu- know. Not as much of an influence, I think, as it was to. I think depends. If you're a nerd, it's still out there. Just saying, if you're a nerd, it's you're always still seeing the Holy Grail by the time you're twelve. Yeah, it's required viewing. I'm I'm, I'm thinking comes with your testicle hairs. <laughs> Are you going through nerd puberty? Yeah. <laughs> Here's your first Dungeons and Dragons manual. Here's your copy of uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. You know, I, I mean, speaking of nerd puberty, all right, I had a thought the other day. Because yeah. I always, you know, you guys sent that thing in Unregimented the other day about comic books or something or whatever. My reaction was 12 years old, 12 year olds everywhere must be pissed. <laughs> like, you guys, okay, you guys enrich. And Rob, and I think Jay to a certain extent, you know, you've all held on to that. Whereas, you know, my deep, dark secret here is, you know, because I'll say when I was into comic books, it was like late elementary school through middle school. And then, bam, once I learned what, like, guitars and girls and weed and beer was, like, well, have, yeah, I'm the same have, way, yeah, right. have a nice day, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a good run, comic books. But run everything. <laughs> uh, but I held on to the 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 Magic the Gathering, the Dungeons and Dragons. I played yeah. Dungeons and Dragons as a full grown male. I'll play some like magic we, with you, dude. I'll we, bring my cards over. We, we had <laughs> we had scheduled D and D sessions yeah. for several years on like Tuesday or Wednesday nights. We made a table. 
We made our own table. We custom made our own table to fit our gaming needs. A spot for your paper and your drink and a place for to roll weed. Well, and it, here's why I think they're kind of two different things. Well, f- first of all, comic book is comic books are just a medium, right? And I don't know. I while I'm not like trying to, I, I understand why people outgrow comic books, or especially just superhero based comic books. A lot of people who go on and read comic books in their in their adult years, they uh, wow, everything sounds different now. It's weird. Uh. They kind of switch. They they phase out the comic book stuff and they go for the more weirder or adult or sci-fi shit that's out there. Um, but yeah, it's just a medium. It's like to to give up on comic books to just not read comic books is like, well, I just don't read books anymore. Or I don't. Eh, I don't. I don't. Movies they don't really do it for me. It's like there's. It's such a vast world. I can understand like outgrowing certain types of comics or certain themes that just don't appeal to you anymore whereas like role playing is an act is an activity something that requires other people to do it requires a certain investment in time too not only in sitting down and playing a oh, whole game oh god but a short session is what three hours right that's that's, that's keeping <clears throat> it quick and you're not and it's not something you go into cold it's not like a game of monopoly dude there were times we left like it was daylight y- yeah people were late for work and or people had just got started getting ready for yeah. work but unless you've done your research have a well-built character know what you're doing you're not going to have a good time either correct it, it involves a lot more time on that end so Naturally, when people get older, people they have always w- fall asleep. You'd have to wake them up. Yeah, they have you know, jobs that are actually important, or uh, you know, families and stuff or like you that. Get that, that keep one them asshole who's always his turn takes forever. <laughs> always, like, dude, why does you, why does it a minimum for a turn for you to take a half an hour? Yeah, like, come on, man, we're trying to keep you know pace of the game. But anyway, sorry. So yeah, I, I guess it's it's just two different things in my mind. I understand where you're going with it, but uh, I don't know. Saying I held on to my nerd shit is just different, I guess. Saying so you guys can make... But same as I got the things you make fun of me for, too. I don't know. Oh, I'm so everyone just held I'm on to their own different... Video games, dude. Video games. <laughs> yeah. I held on to fucking video games. Like, I just... That's yeah, that's I, the one that, that sticks these days, though. Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah but that's, it's, it's well known that there's a... You know, over thirty market for video games. Oh, right, right. Well, so yeah. Well, we ne- we have never, you know, like we, you know, it's like I say it about my nephew or his kids. You know, they're the I same age. So, like my nephews, his kids, your kids. You know, we say that they've never not known computers. They were right. born. We're we're that first generation for video game. We've always yeah. known video. Like, there's always been Atari. Yeah. ColecoVision. I mean, that's as far as when I was born. I you, was, well, you, you, you guys might have had like. Old. I was one years old when Atari came. Out. Okay, yeah. So, so your guys, you at least it maybe not have been in your house, but I, but it was it existed. It was in yeah. the cult, the zeitgeist. Mm-hmm. No, we so had it. Speak. We we had it. We had Atari. Yeah, but I mean, we're that Atari, yeah. we're that generation with video games. It's right. always been there for us. Right. So now, yeah, we're middle aged. I've had a computer in my house my my entire cognitive life. Like this. Much, yeah, some kind of computer device in my house. Some kind. We had yeah, t- my family was kind of late ad- adopters. No. We had a, a friend of the family, Nelson, who was uh, really good with computers, and he liked Amiga computers, mm-hmm. which were nice computers yeah, for the were, time. Yeah, they were. And uh, kind of like what I guess is it would be comparable to a Mac 
at the time, but uh, mm. Mac ended up doing something more with their shit. But anyway, they made the PC, which is so funny that people like talk about PCs right. being right. <laughs> bad and Apple being good. It's yeah. like they made the PC. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, we we eventually got a computer, and um, I don't know. I have no idea what anybody else in the family did with it. The only people I know that touched it were my self and my dad and all I did was really play Maniac Mansion and that's about it but uh, actually the first the first computer I got would be in like 2001 2002 I think yeah no it'd be 2002 because it was just before my son was born Oh, oh, the first time you personally got a computer, not your household? Yeah. Well, there was no other computer. That We got that Amiga, and then eventually it was outdated, and then that was it. Hmm. You know, I mean, my dad's got a computer now, but just, it's not something I grew up with. But uh, realizing what I could do with music, I then had to have a computer. I was like, oh, shit. I can, yeah. I can actually record an album in this computer and not have to like save up for studio time or try and build my own studio with you know huge consoles and all this shit yeah all kinds of outboard gear i like how it's taken that out of the equation like if you take the time to actually learn your software like there's no limitations really to the shit you can just do in your living room you still got yeah you still got to know what you're doing but it's a lot more accessible not only to get your hands on the gear but to get your hands on the information it's It's like learning how to change like your own brakes Less cost. <laughs> I think more well, valuable than that. On, 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 on a lesser scale. <laughs> I don't know. Knowing how to change your brakes is a pretty good uh, skill no, to have. No, but it's. Hey, I can do that too. No, but exactly. It's on a far lesser scale, but you how know what I'm saying? How are you single, <laughs> sir? <laughs> That's right. Hey, I can build PCs and change my own brakes. Yeah. Ladies, just form a line. <laughs> <laughs> It was a pretty sweet. Well, no, there, what yeah. what I was saying though is I kind of came at computers out of necessity. It was like, you know, I realized like if I'm going to do what I want to do, make music the way I want to make it, I'm going to need a computer to do it and I'm going to have to learn how to make this thing work right. And, you know, if, if, again, if money, I probably wouldn't have learned as much about computers if I had a lot of money. I would have just went and bought a Mac and yeah. called it a day. Right. And then when it oh. broke, I'd call somebody else. To, I'd call somebody to, <laughs> I see you know, what you're doing there. <laughs> I didn't do it. Did you notice <laughs> that? I didn't even do it. No, it's straight up. Like, that's... Yeah. Shots fired. No, no. Well, first of all, if, if you want to do music with a computer, that's pretty much everywhere you look. It's uh, Apple products. But, well, not as much anymore. See, I, don't I know, think but. here's here's an age gap, like, right here, man. Like, you're, mm-hmm. you're, an, you're an Apple dude. We're PC guys. It's because that's kind of how we had to do it like we couldn't there wasn't that wasn't affordable to us it was you know you could you know basically but i, I didn't buy a ferrari but well, i know you could buy a ferrari or PCs you could until 2014 it. i trust right. this is my first foray really i mean oh, i started okay. you're right no but I'm i started not, with I'm the not, phone and they slowly sucked me over but what i'm yeah, yeah. right I, yeah what I'm saying. No, they, no, you're, like, you're looking at me like, that's how it starts. That's, that, yeah. that was their intention. That's right. why they wanted to get into that market. Yeah, they wanted people to like, okay, uh, you, might know, you might know how the computer works, but you don't, you don't really want to have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. 
I'm going to buy this consumer product that's like built yeah. in, a, you know, it's laboratory basically environment. Each computer is a laboratory environment. That's cool if that's the way you want to go. But but I, and two, quite honestly, that's no disrespect. I'm just no. It's my bes- observation. Besides completing the eco, my entrenchment in the ecosystem, this <laughs> right. just kept coming up when I kept looking up uh, for a laptop for that had the best specs for editing audio consistently mm-hmm. this just I get it. this kept popping it. up it was this or an acer right and this no nah, that's way better than <laughs> yeah yeah no i i hey, if you had the money to do it there you go one for what i found it for on amazon like i'm never finding this again i'm buying this right, right now right you know and now it's completely new from <laughs> the only thing that's not new is the screen from what the receipt said. That's so. awesome. But yeah, we started talking about outgrowing nerd shit, right? Yeah. Which the uh, video I, games I a lot. There's a lot of stuff that you've. Uh, I I can't I can't play GI Joe or any of that shit anymore. <laughs> right. That pisses yeah. me off. It pisses me the fuck off. It's yeah. Like, I I want to have that cre- you know that that creativity again, and it's uh-huh. like I I sit down with my kids to play Transformers, and I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. See, I've, 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 uh, I used to like video games a lot more than I like, like five years yeah. ago, I liked video games a lot more than I like video games now. And I really think, honestly, part Me of the, too. part of the thing I've realized of it, unfortunately, is the time suck that right. video it's, games and are. you want like, to talk about like, it. Dude, I don't have, like, I don't have time, like, I don't have time to do right. that, you know? Time like, vampire. What's a, that? A time vampire. Right. That's, you can't, what game that, you want to play all these games that are like, oh, look at all those graphics and they're so engaging and they, they these great voice actors and they really suck you into the story but you can't just come home and go i'm gonna do a half hour of this game it's like dude i'm an adult i got shit to do yeah you're not even done building your character or fucking getting through the intro Mm -hmm. Uh, i beg to differ i paid played a half hour battlefield hardline before i came over here okay well that that (laughs) that is a good example of one where you can just jump in Mm. right that's that's really the only reason i play nothing but first person shooters yeah there's no depth to it it's just hand-eye coordination that's about it yeah you know i i think that's why i enjoyed my brain i've enjoyed the batman game so much they kind of had this good balance of they do have quite an elaborate story, but um, there's plenty of other shit to do. If you just want to, you know, beat up some bad guys for 20 minutes, you can totally do that and be satisfied. I'm just or you a, can. I'm a multiplayer nerd. You know, that's I love multiplayer yeah. games. I love them, man. I can't. I, fucking love I can't them. get into it. Dude, I, I used to be on that Call of Duty bandwagon, man. But just doesn't matter what I want to play. Everyone's younger and better. I don't have six or seven it. hours <laughs> a night. Get my no, ass see, like, I'm part of a group that's, uh, you know, it's it's everybody's got to be over thirty to be in the group. Yeah, it's called Old, Old Farts Inc. Right. See, been, there you it's go. It's been around for, dude. I've been part of that clan for. Because I couldn't. This is a funny thing. I've been part of that clan for like seven years. Yeah. If I'm gonna dedicate. <laughs> <laughs> If I'm going to dedicate six or seven hours a night to something, it's going to be sleep. I mean, let's be honest here. I'm such a nerd. I have admin admin rights to a server. And to a TeamSpeak server. Yeah. It's all about how you want to spend your time. I I could really get into it, but... It's not like I, I can't say I don't have any time for video games because I watched, you know, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and iZombie last night. And then still watch two episodes See, of Archer. So clearly I have some time to spend. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, while you're doing that, I'm playing games. Right. You know, exactly. My wife watches TV. We're in the same room. Yeah. And I play games. You know, it's... 
Got my headset kicking. Hear the blood. Man, sometimes I go to bed and I still hear freaking air bursts going off from Battlefield. Mm-hmm. Just thump, thump, thump. It's like, Jesus. It's like this <laughs> popping sound. But, you know, there's also, there's less prejudice against people who, uh, there's less expectation for people to outgrow things. And yeah. I think video games are, are kind of responsible for that, too. People are realizing that okay these aren't just for kids and it's kind of happening with comic books too and oh they're more than realizing it i mean the largest largest purchase of games are like was it like 24 to 40 or something like that or Mm -hmm. 24 to 35 yeah i'm sure it's 40 now because i'm 40 so (laughs) (laughs) but i don't know i mean you listen to corolla show and he's like "Uh, how do how do adults have time for like people running around in tights and capes like yeah, I I'm I'm on that page. With them. <laughs> right. I'm in that camp with them. Like, really, guys? It's fucking calm. Like, when I see grown yeah. men, like when I see like. Like that one time when I saw you and Rich get in an actual heated argument over comic books. I'm like, right. guys, <laughs> we are adult males. I don't see how this You're is You're arguing over fucking shit that is how made is up. different from cars or sports or anything? Well, cars because you can at least prove. Anything that's been like, pre-approved for me to be into. <laughs> oh, just seems a little silly to me. I don't know. Whatever, man. It's like watching somebody throw but, a freaking oblong ball down a field. You know, it's the right. same damn thing. It, it, still, it still puzzles a lot of adults out there, but there is less prejudice. You don't necessarily, like, if some guy is, like, you know, in his mid-30s and he's telling you that he goes to conventions on the weekend and dresses up as, you know, some character or does some LARPing or something. I would love to do some LARPing, You, you, you don't necessarily look at that guy <laughs> sideways or go, uh, you know, Child molester. Or the guys or, that go out in the field I, actually have just like, yeah, that's his thing. I have a story about LARPing. Awesome. LARPing? That's, I've never done any this LARPing. This is a humor. Oh, Which, if you don't know, I totally live will. action role playing. Oh, just, yeah. Just well, not in the bedroom. Thing. In the bedroom doesn't count. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your girlfriend putting on an iron bra and whooping your ass. You're hiding that shit over there. I but, go no okay. So, I go for darping in the bedroom, dead action role playing. So. Just, just lay there, don't move. Can you try not to breathe so much? <laughs> put the sock in your mouth. Next time, don't wear so much blush. Wow. Anyway, <laughs> so the same gentleman that I was playing Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> with, I got a crush on the chick from my zombie. Uh, Anyway, so you got a crush on a chick, which explains your LARPing. No. Oh, okay. You have a crush on a chick. I have a. No, crush I'm on saying a chick. the same gentleman that we were playing D and D with. We somehow the subject of LARPing came up, so we were talking right. about LARPing. We'd we'd started investigating how much it would cost to make weapons and how to make the clothes mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And then my one buddy, you know, when it comes time to we're like, all right, we, we, we thought of this out. We thought how we're going to do it. Let's start executing this plan. Just all of a sudden it comes out that one of the guys in the group is like, all right, man, like, I just, I don't know if I can do it. Like, what do you mean? I don't know if I, like, I don't know if I can sit there and actually act like you hit me with a sword. So we're, he was just sitting there hoping this would all fall apart. So we're like, so wait a minute. Say anything. Wait, wait a minute. Uh, wh- <laughs> I have to deliver this correctly, otherwise it will not be effective. So, you know, I'll sit there and make out with a guy and let him... (laughs) Like, you pretty much framed it as, like, so I'll sit there and make out with a guy and let him jerk me off, but if he has to suck my dick, then I just, I can't do it. That's that's what he he thought of it as. (laughs) It's like, so you'll go and you'll dress up 
and you'll build the weapons. But when it comes time to actually act like you got hit with a sword, <laughs> like you just do the, the acting the, part. Yeah, yeah, that's that's your cutoff line. I don't know. It, no, you maybe gotta was, hit me with the goddamn sword. Maybe it's funnier I get in the to moment. Hit you with my goddamn sword. That's what I want. <laughs> I don't know if I want to LARP with you. <laughs> you hit me with that wooden sword. You better knock me the fuck out. <laughs> get to hit me back. It's, it's just balsa wood for Christ's sake. <laughs> it only hurts for a second. <laughs> well, they have that shit where they make their armor out of like uh, fifty-five, ge- like plastic fifty-five gallon drums and shit, and they come out with like pugils. Was it pugil sticks or pugils? Pugils. Pugil sticks. I guess I don't know. Yeah, like but. Big freaking balls on the end of a man. You right. beat the hell out of each other. Yeah. Be great. It's like some American gladiator shit. Hell yeah. Well, they do that shit. It's like they do yeah. LARPing kind of stuff that way. Right. They recreate battles and shit. They got axes and shit. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's like all foamed up and... <laughs> Take one of those. It does sound fun. That'd be fun. That's, that's what I'm saying. It's like going to do paintball, you know? Let's go to medieval times. I... I... <laughs> Come, Patsy. <laughs> Thank you for listening, liking, and sharing Unregimented on Facebook, following us on Twitter at Unregimented Pod. Thanks for all of the new followers on Twitter with Unregimented. Appreciate it. You could subscribe to Unregimented on iTunes for free by clicking through the iTunes banner on ChristopherMedia.net. Android users, you can find this show on Stitcher Radio. If you like what we do and you would like to show your support for us, you can donate to Christopher Media by using the PayPal button on ChristopherMedia.net. Please click through the Amazon banner and bookmark the page. It won't cost you anything extra, and when you buy something, it will help to show your support for Christopher Media. Every Monday through Friday, you can check out a new episode of our Christopher Media show. Monday and Thursday, you get Unregimented. Tuesdays, you're going to get the Weisman Podcast Nugget, which is the precursor for the big show on Fridays. Wednesdays, you have the Projection Booth. Check those guys out, projection-booth.com. A lot of buzz starting to circle those guys. Check them out. Even uh, we were interviewing a podcaster from Canada a few weeks back, and he shouted them out. So they got reach. People like them. Check them out every Wednesday, Projection Booth. ChristopherMedia.net. If you're looking to launch your own website, please click through the HostGator banner at ChristopherMedia.net. That's who we use to host all of the Christopher Media shows, and when you sign up for HostGator by clicking through our link, you're helping to support ChristopherMedia.net. I refuse to log into Facebook with a work computer. Is that You think that's a little paranoid of me? A little bit. Uh, no. I think that's just wise these days. Yeah. I don't know. You got your phone, right? I mean, why do you need to do oh, yeah, why no, do you need to do fo- Facebook? I was just bringing up, a, bringing up a point. Right, yeah, like, yeah. No, that's that was kind of my reinforcing your point. Like, yeah. there's not even a need. Like, so. I'm not saying I want to. I'm just saying, right. am I being paranoid? Do you think it's paranoid to not log into your work? No. Log into Facebook on your work computer? Uh, I mean, I try to, you know, I try to keep my work computer work and my personal computer personal. Right. That's why I have a phone that's personal, dear to me. I, yeah, I have a separate work computer, but I consider masturbation my second job. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, man, I dug this band. I dig this band or whatever. I don't know if they're still around. Really? I did, yeah. Here we go again. She's kind of hot. Right. <laughs> but, uh... I mean, for a pop band, whatever. I, mean. I, I you know, I heard that Butch Vig... Had his own band and was really excited and heard it and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" I don't care this? for this song. <laughs> I don't care. For this song I don't know with with the people that are involved in it. Not what I expected. Yeah. 
I thought this was going to be some like grunge supergroup. Be like the next Temple of the Dog. Well, where was she from? Why are they a supergroup? Nowhere. Oh, so it was like some chick they found? Yeah. Who are they? I don't even know who. I don't know the story of Garbage. You, you obviously know more than I do, so please enlighten me. Butch, Butch Vig is the guy that ruined Nirvana. <laughs> he didn't. Butch Vig didn't ruin Nirvana. Oh, come on. If you hear. What? If you. Well, but Bleach what? was obviously some dude that the record studio they paid, but at the same time, like. That, the difference that between. This guy in Portland, yeah. Between Bleach and In Utero and Nevermind. I mean, come on. I mean. All the, listen to all the course and reverb that's just all over everything on Nevermind. It just it sounds like yeah. well, Butch Fig did Nevermind. Yes, and uh, Steve Albini did oh, in cool. utero. I know. Yeah, he did well. It's well, he got fucking Albini. Of course, he did. He, it's a well recorded but poorly written album. Oh, that's my contention. Oh, here of, we go. That's here my contention go. of in utero. utero. Yeah, but agree. Steve Albini's never recorded anything that didn't sound great. I think his farts probably even sound great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they got they got nice bass. Well, only when they're cut to tape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> through his tube asshole. I don't know. Yeah, it's the so, Albini drum sound. is yeah. awesome. Yeah, he. Like, I wish that Steve Albini would have produced Nevermind. It should have been flipped around, and then you would have had probably a much better Nevermind. I, I agree. And I in agree. Utero, we could just have forgotten I, about completely. I might, have, oh. I might have actually liked Nervana if Steve Albini would have done yeah. Nevermind. Yeah. I, I just but never the, yeah. liked this band. Nope. Oh, I was a huge fan. Awesome. But you know what? I'm, yeah, I, I, Nirvana's existence, I was like 12 to 15. I mean, right up my alley. I remember, right, yeah, you awesome. know, like... I remember, like... I remember when Kurt Cobain killed himself. I was listening to my headphones, and I got off my job at the Taco Bell and was walking over to my friend's house and was listening to 89X, the local alternative radio station. And, yeah, they made the announcement that he was found dead. That was a burrito he made the next day had a tear in it. (laughs) (laughs) It was pretty intense. No, I mean, I I collected uh, all the articles and hung everything on my wall related to it. Like, I had the big fucking... But the only shit that really stuck with me now is all the early B-side shit that was on uh, Insecticide. Yeah. Like, um... The Man Who Sold the World, that's a really... They did a really good... boys. I know, but they did a really good job at it. And uh, Rape Me. What is Rape Me? It is called Rape Me, right? Yeah, that's from In Utero. Yeah, yeah, right. But that's who... That was a cover, wasn't it? No. No, that wasn't... No. That was a great song, but I... I forgot about this song. Yeah, I love this song. I always thought this song got ignored. It could have been, like, huge. Had the record company, like... Yeah, uh, what was the compilation that this was off of? Yeah, no alternative. No alternative. That was a good fucking compilation. Though. Yeah, there was some that, good yeah. albums. What, what else was on that? Do you have the track listing for it? Because I can't remember everything that was on it, but I know I listened to the fuck out of it. Yeah, this is a good. This is quality. I don't know. I was more into heavier. I dug yeah. Soundgarden a lot. A lot. Yeah. I dug Soundgarden oh, a lot. Oh, no. See, <laughs> right. See, I listen to Soundgarden more than I listen to Nirvana because I just like that 
better. It was, it, I listen to Smashing Pumpkins more than I did Nirvana. My, my, my two favorite Seattle bands are Alice in Chains and Soundgarden. Oh, Alice in like, Chains. I really Alice like Nirvana, Chains. but you, you, to me, Alice in yeah, Chains, Soundgarden, yeah, right. Trump. I, honestly, dude, Alice in Chains, I, I, I really honestly think they shaped modern rock. Like, really, they did. Because that's Metallica went right yeah. that way. Boom. Like the most commercial fucking metal band went right to Alice and fucking Chains sound, and that was it, they went huge. Yeah, it's Alice just the layered Chain, vocals, yeah. the the guitars, just the. Yeah. Lane Staley was like, "Hey, you want to write music on heroin? This this is how you do it over here." Right. You know, and Metallica freaking, you know, let's polish it up. Mm-hmm. But now you you have Godsmack. Yeah, right. You know, because mm-hmm. of Alice. I mean, it's but it is bands. what it is. It's, oh, right. No, I think it's fan. But they did like, Okay, yeah. So I, I, think I see were, how they, they definitely influenced a lot of music afterwards. A lot of guitar based heavy music. Mm-hmm. They're like basically the. Uh, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> say <laughs> what? Come on. I was gonna say they'd be like the modern equivalent to Black Sabbath, quite honestly. Okay, for that, Ooh. for the for Ooh. the metal genre. Hey, I, don't, I can't that people, huh? Adam Regimented Pod. Yeah, I just threw that shit down. I don't know. I can't imagine a lot of guys disagreeing with you on that. Oh, somebody I just can't did. get it to load. <laughs> okay, uh, so yeah, no alternative. The compilation that was released in 1993, and it was an AIDS benefit, and it was a bunch of alternative bands. Let's. We should just play Where Are They Now? Who is that? Is that you? Tinkerbell. Oh my God. That's coming through your mic? Yeah. The phone is loud. It's fine. It's just... Why can't I get this fucking thing to load? I sang down in a hole with my buddy uh, Jay on Friday. That was that was a lot of fun. We rocked it out. Dude, this song is... This song is amazing. Yeah. So here's this what, is what else you have on the, the compilation. Seattle, where are they now? Oh, no, well, this wasn't Seattle compilation. This is uh, early. It's early to mid '90s alternative. Yeah, Matthew Sweet, who's uh, an artist that I love. It, his albums, uh, Altered Beast and Girlfriend. Oh, those two are fucking classics. Do that. Yeah, I enjoy some of the Matthew Sweet. Um, he's been. I, I no. He's had a spotty career. What? Uh, Matthew Sweet. I just no. 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 Sorry. Don't like it. Don't like his voice. Yeah, it's it's. Or the way that he, the way that he uh, plays guitar solos, where he kind of plays around it. Mostly his voice. Just, you know, yeah, <laughs> I love him. Uh, Buffalo Tom. They didn't do. I didn't even know they were there when they were there. Dude, yeah, so I don't even Tom's know where they're at band. now. Um, Soul Asylum. Okay, where are they? Uh, uh no. Dave Perner got to bang Winona, Winona Ryder for a yeah. minute. <laughs> yeah. Urge Overkill. Yeah. Just, last time I saw them, they were in the basketball movie. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a good 15. American Music Club. They are no more. Uh, even Mark Eitzel is still performing, but hadn't seen much of a career. Goo Goo Dolls. Well, we know that was they, before they were anything. They didn't really make it out of the 90s either. Yeah, but for the, the last half of the 90s, they, they could shit yeah. on to tape and it would go gold. Yep. Pavement doesn't exist anymore, but Stephen Malcolmus is still making music. And I would say so far probably has the richest career out of anybody on this compilation. Uh, save maybe the Smashing Pumpkins who are on here also. Who are those guys? Yeah. Uh, Bob Mould. He wrote solo track. Little Known Fact. 
Little he Mold. wrote the theme to the Daily Show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Bob Mold. Yes, yeah, from Sugar and Huskadoo. Correct. Um, Sarah McLaughlin is still. She makes she, you. She just put out an album recently, so I. There's your top. She makes you, and she makes you feel bad at three in the morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, those fucking commercials. Poor cats. Don't jump on my lap. It's poor dogs. Hey, it's for half of the cat. cost of feeding an African Watch child. Watch out, cat. We're day. gonna put you in a Sarah McLaughlin commercial if you don't behave. Uh, Soundgarden. Yeah. Their career has seen a resurgence. They got back together. They made it out of the 90s. For I, sure. What did you think of the Audio Slave mashup? No, I didn't. I, I thought the first album was good, and I thought the next two were. Not I thought the next team. two albums could have made one album. Yeah. Straight Jacket Fits. No, they didn't make it. Barbara Manning. The Verlaines. They didn't make it. Uncle Tupelo. They became Wilco. Well, one of the guys did. Beastie Boys. Oh, those guys? Little, yeah. they made little it out independent of the 90s. group out of Brooklyn? They made it out of the 90s. The Breeders ended up having a resurgence, too. And Patti Smith. And Nirvana was the hidden track. Yes. Not listed on that album. Oh, and, and if you had the cassette... Oh, I had it on cassette and CD. I also worked at a record store at the time, so one or both were promos, probably. But, uh, yeah, on the, the cassette-only tracks were Sonic Youth, who broke up a couple years ago. Yeah. And uh, Jonathan Richman, who still has quite the career playing songs. Actually, you can find Jonathan Richman on public radio on uh, a game show called Ask Me Another. He, is, he plays the intro songs, and like they do uh, musical quizzes with him. So there you go. There's your no, there's your no alternative breakdown. Who made it out of <laughs> the 90s? Go. All right. Kudos to you, man. That was uh, pretty informative there. <laughs> I, I know 90s music. Fuck less about those bands. <laughs> this was Start, ask me about post-90s. Uh, ask me about yeah. 2000 anything, and uh, it gets real spotty. Yeah. Local bands? <laughs> yeah. I can tell you more about local bands during that time than I can. Oh, nationalize. but you know what? Goo Goo Dolls, that Goo Goo Dolls track on here is one of the highlights, but it, it's uh cover of the Rolling Stones' Bitch. Mm. But it's one of the one of the better songs on there, obviously, because it's a Stones song. Fucking Stones rule, man. Yeah? Yeah. We had a we had a lengthy conversation on the Stones. We imagined last yesterday on the Weedsman what it would be like if the Stones and the Beatles kind of traded places, and after Sticky Fingers, the, the Stones broke up and tried to have uh, solo careers. Uh, <laughs> like imagine if Sticky Fingers was their swan song album. No man. No, it wasn't Sticky Fingers. It was oh. Let It Bleed. Yeah, it was Let It Bleed. Yeah. I'm sorry, not Sticky Fingers. You're right. Yeah. Let It Bleed because it was 1969. That would, that would be terrible. Well, my point was is that you would probably have like the the Stones. The Stones are definitely legendary, but they also are the butt of jokes. Like right, nobody makes right. a joke about Paul McCartney because he's fucking Paul McCartney. But the Stones are like, oh, oh they, how, they, how old they, you gotta uh, be? You're still up there shaking, wagging your finger around. They'll they'll <laughs> they'll knock a solo stuff. But I don't know. Wings can kiss my ass. Oh, mm. well. Oh, Come on, no. man. Come <laughs> on. <laughs> Sir. I I don't know. Maybe it's age. The older I get, the more appreciation I have for Paul McCartney. Even listening back to... Okay, what was... Uh, Paper Act Writer came on the radio today. I just... I could not stop listening to Paul McCartney's bass line on that fucking song. He's 
brilliant fucking bass player. Yeah, and any if you actually listen to the the, the bass lines, it's yeah. crazy, man. And, and if you just took, if you put another bass player in there that's just gonna like you know do some quarter notes on the root or something, you do not have the same song by any means. It doesn't. You don't have the same groove. Paul McCartney really held that band together and made it what it was. I would dare say he's, he's, a, he's like the dude's rug. He's not. He's not even my favorite Beatle if we're gonna do that. But he's the most essential Beatle. Oh, do we have a non-Beatles fan in the house? <laughs> I love this song. It's not like he's doing anything insane on it, but it just it doesn't stop moving. It's constantly. No, he realizes it's driving the song. Yeah, yeah, it totally is. Well, I mean, when Ringo stars your backup, you know. What? <laughs> I don't know. What are you getting at? <laughs> Yeah, you make sure you got to overcompensate a little bit the bass <laughs> performance because all you're getting is basic, uh, getting your basic beats. Isn't, isn't out it of weird your drum though? Backup. Like you got, he's a pop star. Of course, all you're getting is basic beats. That was the formula back then. Yeah. On the left side, though, you just got guitar and drums. Do you think they would have split it up with uh, bass and drums? Although I guess it's because you got vocals on the right. You got backing vocals on the right and gonna, rhythm guitar on the left. You gonna question George Martin? <laughs> <laughs> Man, we have, we we've just we we seem to have a gamut of non Beatles fans. <laughs> on the other side of these mics. I'm, I'm a Stones guy, man. I'm a Stones guy. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm totally a Stones guy. I, I, the, I just. I have It's a... the Beatles. I, I can't do it. I don't know. I can't even put my finger on it because, like, you know, it's catchy grooves. You know, I'm, uh-huh. I, I'm not. I'm not too snobby to say I like pop music. You know, it's not right. that. I just. I. It's something's like great. Right. It's not like it's not heavy enough for you. I, right. It, yeah. No. It's, it's poppy. I mean, it's really fucking poppy. And of course it is. It's like the beginning of the pop. They set the standard for pop going oh, forward. Absolutely. I'd, rather, I'd rather listen to Jackson 5 or the Stones or, you know, I like the more groove. You know, yeah. Yeah. So Stevie Wonder even, you know. The Beatles I mean, don't have enough soul for you. No, right. Yeah. Right. Right. I think that's what it comes down yeah, to. Yeah, that's what it comes down to. Stone's got soul for days. Oh, god damn, dude. I'll give him that. <laughs> have, you, have you ever seen him play live? Uh, yes, I have. Yeah? Yeah. It so, wasn't a bizarre experience. No? I did it to say I did it. Right. I think that's what a lot of people do. Yeah, right. You know, it's like... What, like anal? <laughs> <laughs> no. Nothing like anal. <laughs> yeah, it's like anal. You do it so that you can tell everybody about it the next day at school. I did it for conversations just like we're having right now. Yeah, I've seen the Stones. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like Aerosmith. I've seen Aerosmith. I've seen Kiss. None of them were very good when I've seen them. Well, yeah. you've seen, if I've you've seen, seen Sober Aerosmith, you have not seen Aerosmith. You need to catch Aerosmith I about 30 years Aerosmith ago. Aerosmith in 90... 
90. Yeah. Did 90-90? No. See, if I was a teenager in the I'm 70s, sorry, no, I probably would have went and seen it was Aerosmith. It was 94. I, I'd probably, I probably would have been way down with that and band a, in the 70s. It was a horrible concert. Yeah. Yeah, it was terrible. It, it was a terrible time. I had a terrible time. It was a people Because well, they with. had to have done... Wait, what year was it? They probably did Crying. 94. 94? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they did Crying. Yeah. Yeah. That, was, that would have been their big hit then. Everyone got yeah. their lighters out. Yeah. And you went and took a piss. That was, uh, <laughs> I, I was taking a piss most of the concert. <laughs> Didn't even leave I my was, seat. I was there. <laughs> no, I was there with an ex-girlfriend. And yeah. It was like I had realized pretty much at that concert how done her and I actually were. <laughs> so, yeah, but they were my Oh, well, I was their ride, and I wasn't going to bail because I'm not a fucking total dick. But, yeah, I just went and walked around. And it was at the palace, matter of fact. It sucked. <laughs> and Aerosmith wasn't very good either. So. Yeah. I don't even remember who the opening band was. I remember when they had this big box set that came out. Yeah, yeah. The one that had the fire all over it. It had this sticker. Pandora's box. This is when I worked at a record store again. And it came in, it had the sticker on it, and it was like, uh, America's greatest rock and roll band. And I'm like, then I'm like, okay, (laughs) all right. (laughs) I started thinking about it. All the people that could top them, like, oh, they're all British. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right, right. Okay, all right, so I got to give it to you. You are America's greatest rock fan. What does that say for us? <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. They were pretty badass back in the day. Whereas in England, it's like Queen. That's yeah. like the biggest band next to the Beatles for them. I have a, I have a, I don't know. I have a hard time with a lot of Queen songs, too. I mean, I really respect yeah. all oh, of them Jesus as musicians and those, shit. Those no, are some I, I amazing just, musicians. It's amazing, amazing. Yeah. You know? But I find myself leaning more towards, like, you know, the police. You know, I just... Definitely for me, you know, yeah. I, police I, I, the, police I, and T-Rex and uh, um, David Bowie. Any Queen those songs are, is, like, non-theatrical. I don't I don't yeah. mind it. Which, you know, I guess Queen was kind of... They were kind of part of that glam. About to play you the wrong song. They, were, yeah. they would be considered part of that glam movement, really. Yeah, right. They? I'd say, like, the first... Yeah, no, I hate this band song. Really? Yeah. Oh, like, well, well, don't they? That sounds well, awesome. Don't they do, uh... Uh, then this is probably my musical theater past haunting me as far as my taste in music. Yeah. I don't know, but the production, like the guitar solo, like... Yeah, the production on these tracks is amazing. Yeah, it's absolutely amazing. Like, I don't think you get Alice in Chains without Queen. What? <laughs> the vocal, the vocal, the vocal layerings. I don't think you get Alice in Chains if you don't have Queen. Hmm. I'll give you that. Just as far as what the, even the guitar production. Just as far right. as the layering, I think Alice in Chains borrowed heavily from Queen in the production department. Wow. I've never even considered that. I'm not saying you're wrong. I can see your point. It's kind of a stretch, but uh, yeah. What do you mean, kind of a stretch? <laughs> I don't know how direct an influence. Let me see if I can find a good. 
we think of a good Alice Ch- just where it's just fucking everywhere. <laughs> it's on dirt, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just imagining Alice in Chains at you know just chilling out uh, after dirt, rehearsal dude, or dirt something is, and listening. Dirt is bicycle, amazing. bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> There's an amazing, amazing song. I do when that when the second album came out, second Alice in Chains album came yeah. out, that blew my mind. Yeah, I I did not even know what to make of it. It sounded like where I can see the influences now, being older and being um, knowing more about rock and and pop music history. I can see the more of the evolution that led up to that band. But at the time, I had never heard anything like it before. It seemed so alien and weird and. Yeah crazy and it's not it's like they found ways to make things heavy and extreme without just like oh we're just gonna layer all these guitars on top of each other and have crazy solos all over everything and make make it as fast as possible they make you feel something i mean that's they found yeah they yeah because they could they knew how to groove too they had you know amazing rhythm section as well fucking soul yeah yeah there you go this song yeah I actually have this CD a promo CD of this and it actually has um, plastic flies down this yeah yep. yeah <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. totally you know, underneath the, the, the jewel yep. box yep. I still like, got trapped that. inside yep. that's awesome I remember like all the tricky things they would do with uh, CD packaging yeah, I sing this shit in my car so much man like really, I yeah. anytime else change comes on, I'm belting shit out. Yeah, bunch of people are laughing at me driving down the road. <laughs> they haven't really stuck with it, you know. It, I understand the, I, I like the early Allison Chains shit. I just don't feel a need to go back to listen to it. No, I don't know. I just it's on on Pandora Radio. Yeah, it's like my alternative station that I built basically. Oh man, Pandora is so weird. The alternative yeah, station. I, I was built. listening. <clears throat> I, I had uh, I put on Tribe Called Quest Radio on oh, there, yeah. and uh, you know it, they played some cool shit on there. Gives but, a little round the way girl. Yeah, but yeah, L O Cool J <laughs> pops up. I had to skip over O P P, and I'm like, come yeah. on, Pandora. Wow. wow. Like, Tribe Called Quest is kind of specific type of hip-hop. It just doesn't yeah. mean, like, anything from that era. I don't know. I find it's actually strongest for uh, well, what would be considered oldies music. But if you want to... Like, they have a really good selection You know, I was thinking about that while we music. were listening to that today. Like, yeah. I was thinking, like, are we those guys? Are we old guys sitting around listening <laughs> to rap music? No! This is the shit that we were out when we were younger. This is just yeah. the old music now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, totally. We're OGs, baby. Whereas, like, if we're 20 years ago, we're this age listening to that, we're like, look at these guys. Yeah. Look at these guys trying, you know? But now it's, no, this is the shit shit we were getting high to 20 years ago. You know, like. I was getting high to it earlier. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Well, uh, Jay, you listen to much hip hop? As much as I can. Yeah. Yep, yep. I'm I'm very terrible with names of bands and shit. Yeah, yeah, dude. I, I, yeah. I dig me some hip hop, man. 
I love Biggie Smalls. I love Tupac. You know, I guess, I guess that's All right. Up, I guess. All right, million-dollar question. I love Public Enemy. Yeah. Who, who do you NWA. think is better, Biggie or Tupac? Tupac. Yeah. It's, oh, it's, it's, all, it's, it's Tupac. Okay. <laughs> What? Okay, we've had discussions where it's, you have disagreed with me, but is, right on, you've come over to my no, camp. No, dude, no, dude. I, well, no, I because I immediately styles, tried to. Though. Yeah, they I are, mean, and there's things that I appreciate about both. I think Tupac is a better writer and better rapper. I, I think better delivery. The the yeah. production and overall style heavy, of dude. Biggie though really gets yeah. me. Yeah, Biggie's like those, got some hooks, man. Oh Biggie's god, yeah, got some hooks. But Tupac's got some shit. Like he he talks some shit. Yeah. I love this song. Dude, this is this is yeah. like, hey, he's, and he's I believe like this, telling everybody. And I believe like, this song was all one take. That's what I think is so. Yeah. Like, I think it yeah. was just like, he fucking spat this whole song in one take. I'll totally admit, I need to listen to more Tupac. Yeah. Tupac and Nas are two guys that I really need to listen to. I've heard plenty of them, but I was, I'm was, i getting to the point where like I need to li- start listening to actual full albums of these cats. Oh, dude, it's, yeah, no, it's, it's pretty do it for a week it's pretty righteous yeah yeah you got a totally different outlook on life <laughs> seriously like, god damn oh yeah man. like fucking, i don't know i like turn it up yep maybe it's where it's the clintondale in me <laughs> oh man it's it's just a it's good fucking music, man. I mean, that's like that's somebody spilling their shit out. Like that's talking about his life, basically. Yeah. You know? In this okay. song, he's just just like right. this little song. The message is, "What's up?" Right. What's up, yeah. motherfucker? Right. And where are the? Maybe it's that. that maybe it's, it's a little the, the the alpha male part of me too. Right. <laughs> that, right. You know that. Yeah. Who's carrying on this torch, though? I mean, is nobody. There, is there anybody that compares nobody. to no. Tupac these days? The only person I've or... heard remotely talented and lately is uh, Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, yeah, I've, yeah. I'm not that familiar. I'm with not this that stuff, exposed but... to to the to the hip hops. Well, it's no, I'm not either. Well, it's self, yeah. it's self. Uh, what's the word? Imposed. Like you know, it's just <laughs> I choose to not pay attention. But anything that I well, it's so anything that's made it to shit. Now. Anything that's I mean, made it to my ears, so I'm like, oh, that boy, good. It's yeah. like as is I've heard is Kendrick Lamar. Okay, play some Kendrick Lamar then. Yeah, check this motherfucker out. Oh dear, how do you say this? <laughs> yeah, no, King it, Kunta. Yeah, King Kunta. Kunta. It's Kunta. Like Kunta Kinte. Yeah, man. From Roots. Is that Dre rolling out of that bitch? It's a commercial with Dr. Dre and Ice Cube. Oh, it's a commercial. Is okay. this going to be for their new streaming service? <laughs> oh, it's for oh. Their, their movie. <laughs> oh. CB4. I got a low cash. I got a bone of it. I don't want you monkey mouth motherfucker sitting in my throne again. I'm mad. But I ain't stressing. True friends. Oh, I know. Last good rapper, last new good rapper that I heard was Currency. Not even that new anymore, but... Like, what genre of rap are we talking about? Are they running about? out of names for money? <laughs> like, what genre of rap? This is my boy, Capital. I don't know. It's cause... I don't know, man. Macklemore's a bad motherfucker. Who? Macklemore. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah you can smash me on this, but Eminem's a bad motherfucker. Yeah, but he's not sure. new. He's considered no, old true. now to yeah, people. Yeah. But Macklemore's pretty new. That dude's got some brilliant writing, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've 
don't like them. I have, I have an appreciation for, but again, just never gonna reach for it. Yeah, I'm just maybe this I don't think at ever any Doesn't point in my life I'm gonna be like up. I need to hear that Macklemore song. <laughs> have you so, overheard it? No, it's not that. It's just like I don't know. It's like the painting that you see, and it's like that's cool how they did that. I wouldn't hang it in my house, but yeah, right. It's interesting. <laughs> I don't dig this dude's voice, though. I like it. He didn't sound hard enough singing that last song. Like Tupac sounds like he got shot in the chest, right? Yeah, we talking about peace. A piece of yours, a piece of mine. A piece of mine, one nation under a groove. This is a world. This is a world. Premier. This is a world. Premier. I have been through a whole lot. Tribulation, but I know God Satan wanna put me in a bow tie Pray that the holy water don't go dry Yeah, yeah As I look around me So many motherfuckers wanna tell me But they don't make them never tell me In front of a dirty double mirror they felt me And I love myself The world is a ghetto Because it did I don't hate it. it. I heard it. What you know what I do? Here's what I don't like. like. I'm not against sampling by any means. But the old school ways, you, you sample grooves, you sample licks. You find ways to combine shit in weird ways. That now they just rewrite the whole song. Yeah, you, right. you, yeah you got a blues lick. You got yeah. some jazz song. You got a disco rhythm. You got an old funk track, and you make all you make this crazy ass track out of it. Yeah, taking the whole song, but just, you know, shit like uh, I don't. Kid Rock is is guilty of doing that too. Oh my god, yeah. And uh, uh, that just uh, I, that just really irritates me. If you found an interesting way to take that. Uh, song. Who does the the original of that? Uh, uh, Isley Brothers. Yeah, that, that. If you found a way to take that Isley Brothers song that I know and twist it, you know, flip it on its head, make it sound different, do something different with the lick Reverse from it, it or something, or some, <laughs> something, some, anything to. Oh yeah, that's cool. You not know, just on loop, <laughs> right? But. It's not even just loop. It's just loop layering. It's yeah. They're 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 doing the verse and they're doing the chorus. Right. They're taking it all. Like they're not even doing a mashup. Yeah, they're just straight like they put a, a drum machine over the whole That's track. Some good shit right there. Yeah. Oh snap. Oh yeah. Oh that fucking that seventies fuzz pedal oh, sound. Yeah, man. Who are you, Michael sounds, Winslow? Sounds like <laughs> sounds like you're blowing through a comb with wax paper on it. Rich is gonna Michael be so Winslow. pissed he missed this show. Yeah. <laughs> Everything we talked about, Rich is gonna be like, "God damn it!" They talk about that tonight. I'm not there. I'm sure Rich would have plenty to say. I believe one of the breakdowns like that is him getting his like turnaround talking about just do what I say. Like, <laughs> if you ever notice that, 
in, in, in a lot of 70s R&B, there's a lot of that hidden misogyny got past a, mm-hmm. a record exec. Talk about... Uh, well, What's what's the one song where it's talking about a woman knows... Oh, oh well, this is way back. Ray Charles? <laughs> yeah. You know, talk about knows her place is in the home. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for clicking. Thanks for liking. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for subscribing for free by clicking through the iTunes banner on ChristopherMedia.net. Thank you for telling a friend. I probably already said that, but that's how important it is because that's how podcasts work. Uh, We drop every Monday and Thursday. Check out all of the other shows on ChristopherMedia.net. So stay tuned. Thanks for listening, and we will catch you next time. If you enjoy this show and want more people to know about it, head on over to iTunes, leave a comment, and rate it five stars. Make sure you like and share us on Facebook, and don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Just search for Christopher Media. Thank you in advance for supporting Christopher Media by clicking on the PayPal button and by clicking through to all the sponsors who support ChristopherMedia.net. Most importantly, we would like to take the time to extend an extra special thanks to you. Christopher Media could not exist without your support. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net, and thank you you for listening. Christopher Media. Let's make some noise.